Hey, what's up? This is Tia. Hey, loves. It's me, Val. And thank you for joining us for another cup-filling episode of Crown Chronicles. Although many times a queen's crown may slip, only together can we bear the weight that comes along with wearing it. So join us as we indulge in life-changing conversations, respecting the healing journey and the path each one of us travels in obtaining complete fullness, peace, and joy. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Crown Chronicles. Um, I hope everybody has, you know, had a blessed and productive, positive week. Um, Again, thank y'all to everybody that's been sharing. I've been noticing on social media where people have been sharing the podcast, whether you're screenshotting, letting everybody know what you're listening to. So we come with... Thanks and gratitude for that. Um, We just kind of want to dive right in. But before we dive into this week's episode, let's just do our check-in as usual. Hey, friend. Hey, boo. How's your week been? I miss y'all. I know. We miss you already. I told you. When we dropped you all off at the airport, I got back in the car. I was right there by the car when I got back in the car. Because I don't want to bite feeling like she left her door. No, we I was right there on the car. But I got back in the car, girl, and Zoe was just crying. I'm like, baby, what's wrong? She's like, I just don't want to talk about it. I'm like, no, tell me. You know, she's so dramatic. I'm like, tell me. So she wouldn't tell me at that moment. But then it's like as soon as we got on the expressway, she was like, Do you want to know why I was crying? <laughs> no. I was like, yeah, babe, in my head. Duh. Right. So she was like, I just already missed TT Valentine. So I was like, oh, girl, I just started crying. I'm like, I miss them too. She was like, I just really wish we all lived together. I'm like, me OMG, too. OMG, I was thinking the same thing. Girl, so I, I feel so bad. When I was there, I was so comfortable, friend. Again, I thank you for that. I was so comfortable just thinking like, what if we all just lived together and the kids had each other every day and we had every day. day. Like, I know we probably get sick of each other, but I don't think so. I think I know the kids would love it. I know we should just get a big house house and we just have our own little village. Oh, that would be so devil. I miss my uh, niece and nephew and just seeing them and seeing them with soul. I really enjoyed watching them with her. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Um, my sugar mama. But how's your week been? Um, Outside of missing soul. Right? Because that's my baby. Like, oh, I miss her. But anyway, so my week was good. Um, Let me see. You left Monday. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm, this week kind of was like a bit of a blur, I guess, because I don't know. I don't know. But it was kind of, yeah, it went by pretty quickly. Um, but it was good. Nonetheless, I'm going to attempt to start um, the, what is it called? The Daniels Fest? Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to start it tomorrow. Okay. So I got my Black Eyed Peas soaking right now. So I'm just doing some Black Eyed Peas. Um, I'm going to cook them in some smoked turkey necks, but I'm not going to eat the smoked turkey necks, but I just want okay. that juice and that taste. Um, I got some greens, so I'm going to eat me some greens too, but I'm really going to start, um, I'm going to try to start that, you know, the really stick, I'm a, I'm starting it tomorrow, I'm going to try to stick to it. 
Um, I had a date last night, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah, my week was good though. How was yours? <laughs> you so good. <laughs> um, my week is it's been good. Um, definitely was not ready to come back. I, I think right where I am right now, I've really just been wanting to avoid all responsibilities. That's how I've been. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a break. I knew that once I got back, it was girl back to the regular scheduled program, which mm-hmm. I was dreading. Um, and I'm asking God to help me with that because at once point in time, I was excited mm-hmm. about day. I was excited about accomplishing and taking mm-hmm. things off the to-do list mm-hmm. um so i'm asking god to bring back that that spirit of motivation and that to remove the spirit of procrastination yes. um, my father was here and i really enjoy just laying eyes on him uh, it's comforting for me when he's near because I know what he's doing. I know he's eating. I'm limiting his limiting his alcohol intake. But mm-hmm. Randy is a handful, y'all. So what you say, Randy? You got him by his name. <laughs> he is a handful, but that's my daddy, and I love him to death. Uh, he just left this morning, so um, I miss him already. I was definitely getting teary eyed as I'm watching his little frail body walk through TSA but um I'm okay friend I've been better but I've also been worse so just taking it a day at a time that's right yeah so let's dive into yeah let's dive into this week's episode we're going to uh play a clip real quick and I'll let Tia do the introduction and then we're gonna um dive in and just kind of give our opinions and our perspectives on um, the message that was delivered. Okay, got you. So let me get this queued up for us. Because we're raising up women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house, but until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Okay, so for those who aren't familiar with that voice, mm-hmm. that is the Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Um, the caption or title of that clip was Raising Up Women to Be Men. It's causing us to lose our families. And I just want to put a disclaimer. It was. And I do want to just put a disclaimer out there. We know we don't have the message in its entirety. 
Absolutely. Only a short few second clip. Um, but we're gonna just kind of unpack what we've heard. Yes. And again, we know we didn't hear the message in its entirety. Thank you for saying it. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you go first because I know when you yeah, first heard it. Okay, no, that's not true. Okay, so I'll go first. See what okay. we got. What I gotta go through. I'll go first. I feel like it was a lot said. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he okay, so let me. I'm gonna kind of. I'm not gonna start at the beginning. I'm kind of just gonna jump in and grab some things. I feel like it was a lot said in one because when he made the comment, "Stop coming home, telling me." how much you don't need me. I know I'm paraphrasing. He says something else, but basically along along the lines of stop coming home telling me how much you don't need me. So I'm thinking to myself like, okay, so in that particular instance, she has the man. So the man is there. Okay. So I can agree with him on that level as far as because I, I I've done it. I'm, I'm, you know, I have to admit I am guilty of that. And past relate in a past relationship getting upset and instead of just parting ways telling that person how much I just don't need them how much what they don't do just being very specific in what all I do what all I take care of what all they don't do how much I don't need them I don't feel like that's necessary um so but that's a whole nother spill within its own though because then to me that that brings on the question of okay well how did we get to that place why are we there to where we're even pointing out who's doing what and why I don't need you Mm -hmm. so that's a whole nother conversation um but just an overall summary I can't agree that we are (laughs) I do feel like we're we're giving off a lot of masculine energy these days as women, but in a way I feel like we're forced into that though. And so it's kind of like, well, if we're over here having to pick up the kids from school, come home, help them do their homework, cook, um, make sure everyone did their chores, making sure everyone's ready for school the next day, try to tidy up around the house, making sure I made your plate, making sure I have that one-on-one connection with you when you get in from work, we're talking, making sure you're good mentally. A lot of the times I feel like once the man gets home, he's looking for you to make sure he, he he's, you know, his food is on the table. He didn't eat. He want to tell you about his day or something. That, I feel like they be in more of a rush to come and talk to us and get everything off their mind and their chest. And then when it's our time, they want to go have me time. Mm-hmm. but then later on at night when it's time to go to bed you then turn around and expect for me to then fulfill your sexual needs as well so I feel like it's a lot that's being asked of us it's a lot that we're having to show up and be present for when it comes to a lot of men not all but a lot and so I feel like we instantly start to take on that head of the household role and we start to take on a lot of that masculine energy as far as taking our cars to the shop and seeing what's wrong with it finding people to fix things because 
you tell him what's wrong with your car and okay, I'll take care of it or I'll look at it or you ask him to clean out the garage or you ask him to do different things around the house. All right, I'll get to it. I'll, you know, I'll take a look at it or I'll see what's up. Weeks and weeks and weeks have gone by, months have gone by and it's not getting done. Okay, so I'm gonna just do it myself. As women, once we have, I feel like once we've gotten that whole idea of I'll just do it myself. This is the only way it's going to get done. I'll do it myself. Once you do that for so long, so long, and then you look to the side of you at night and you see that you have a man laying next to you, mm-hmm. you, you start to feel like, what is he here for? Mm-hmm. What do I need you for if I'm doing everything from A to Z on my own? Mm-hmm. That's my. That's just my opinion. That's just my look and take on what I gathered from what he was saying, because to me, he's saying as women, we're breaking up our families because to me, he's saying that we're trying to take on the role as the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so agreed. Because we all know once you get used to doing something for so long, it becomes a second nature. And then hence it just becomes a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that when I first heard that the initial thought that came into my mind remember y'all we know we did not hear the message in its entirety but just that clip my first reaction was I felt like they were placing blame on women or he was placing blame on women and let's acknowledge that we did not get here on our own Come on. Um, for many of us, and I know many women can relate, whether you grew up in a home like this or whether this is now your situation with you as a as a mom. Um, we have been forced to be forced, not by choice. Okay, well, then another thought just came to my mind. But again, we were forced to be both the mother and the father. But I double back on that. I take a step back on that because we could have chosen differently who we've had children with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we do take a little bit of blame and responsibility for that as well. Us is just choosing our mates and we know that at times we are misled. However, there are many times where we've chosen to ignore the signs. Um, As women me included, me being raised by a single mother whose father chose to not be present Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reasons that was. I was raised, in all honesty, to bring that masculine energy. Mm -hmm. I was raised to know that, no, I can't depend on a man. Mm -hmm. Whether it was, I'm pretty sure, it was verbally taught mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just by watching my mother get up and work two or three jobs to provide for her four kids by herself. So growing up like that in a household where there was no man, you see your mom going out, you see the disappointment, mm. you see the man walk out. You see the man willfully say, I'm not giving you a motherfucking thing. Come on. What else am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so then a man comes in and he wants to be the Prince Charming who saves the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. It's not so hard. It's not so easy to just be so open to his help because we are in the back of our, of our minds wondering when's the shit going to end? Mm-hmm. When's the promise is going to be broken? Because they've been broken so many times before, whether it's in previous relationships or whether it was your own father mm-hmm. that broke those promises. Um, I want to take it a step deeper. I do understand that, especially in the Black community, this was all a part of the plan. If we look at the Willie Lynch letter, if we look at the Jim Crow laws, this was all systematically designed to remove the man out of the home so that the woman could bring the masculine energy and they knew what that would do to the man. I understand all of that. But in this era where there is information everywhere, information is at our fingertips. Once we educate ourselves, once we know better, we have to do better. And I said it all the time. How can you want a man but yet be the man? I Come get on, it. you do say none that. Of us, none of us women want to just be out here doing this shit on our own. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to just pay all the bills, mow the lawn, cook, clean, change the oil. We don't want to do that. However, we've been kind of forced <laughs> to do that. We've had no choice. The disappointment, the letdowns, like Tia said, oh yeah, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, but there's no sense of urgency. Nigga, when? When I'm stuck on the side of the highway because I told you these damn brakes was going out months ago. Oh, and until it starts to affect them. Dang, why we ain't got no such and such? I was trying to do X, Y, Z. Well, nigga, I told y'all ass three days ago. Mm-hmm. That's when they, it become a problem. Why ain't remind me? They know I had to. Been in a perfect world, we would love to just come and be women. It's so tiring, y'all. It's so tiring to have to be the woman and the man. We definitely want a partner, a helpmate, the man to be the man. But men have to understand they gotta come and create that environment where we feel secure enough for us that, to submit. Oh my god! For us to relinquish the need to control yeah. and be hands-on with every little detail. Let me tell you something. When I'm in the presence, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you blushing. When I'm in the presence of a man who just wants to be a fixer, a provider, like I just want to take maker. <laughs> yes and take care does not mean you sit on your ass and and wiggle your toes all damn day no take care meaning I just want you to be happy how can I ease your mind how can I make life easier for you um you know how many times it's been times of things was going on with my car and to have somebody say well what's wrong with it or what did they say and I tell them next thing you know they're online looking up the stuff and sending it to me that's what we're talking about like if I come to you and I'm telling you about a problem or yes I'm seeming like the damsel in distress 
for you to step right on in and try to fix it. And that's the thing too. Men are naturally fixers. Some men are. Most men to me should be. Men who who are capable and able to be a fixer in that particular situation. That's what they want to do. Like, I feel like men want us to need them. Mm-hmm. Like they do want that type of energy. So those who want that type of energy to me typically will possess the characteristics to make us, like Val just said, feel comfortable enough to let them know I need you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been, um, that was also instilled in me, not being too vulnerable, not letting a man know I actually needed help when I did, more so coming across like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Whole time, my world is literally falling right. apart behind closed doors. But I have to appear to you to be strong because in the event, you think that I'm weak or I don't have it all together. Well, then you're going to try to use that against me in some way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was conditioned to believe in that until I got into a, I got to a place in my life where I started saying, no, I don't have it all together. Yes, I need help. Do I need you to come in and fully take care of me and my children, provide us with a place to live, give me a car to drive? No, I have the basics. I have those things taken care of, but yeah, if you can come in and say, hey, here's some gas money, or why don't you go do something nice for yourself? Go get your nails and your toes done, or I don't know, just anything. And it again, it's all about the man. Mm-hmm. It's all about where he is in life and what he's able to do, because I don't feel that you should have expectations on a man that he can't fulfill if that makes sense like you got to also understand that man mm-hmm. this please me- agree okay go ahead mm-hmm. go ahead it's because i got it in my phone no i do agree that i think all of us just as humans women and men we we want to feel needed mm-hmm. however i have an issue with men okay girl because my mind be going so many places i need Mine to be too. like you i need to be writing things down because mm-hmm. then i get jumbled in my thoughts because my mind goes so many it's like a pinball machine yes not for real i know me my mind is like my head be hurting um as women men want to feel needed women want to feel protected we want mm-hmm. to feel secure but a lot of times to me, it appears that men only want to come to our rescue or only want to come and protect us when we are in a weak state, when we're crying, when we're, you know, yes, being weak physically. Yep. But why are we not protected as well when we are strong, when we are climbing that corporate ladder, as yep. we when we are achieving our goals? Why are we not just as protected? Why mm-hmm. are you so intimidated? We still need protection. We still need lifting up. We still need caring for. Mm -hmm. But it's like that protection only comes when you see me on the ground and I'm crying and Mm -hmm. I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so when you, oh, you know, the, the families are being ruined, it's not because we all do play a part, but honestly, that part where he was like, oh, it's because of women, all of a sudden now we're out here and we're just so strong and we making just as much money as you are. That is, that's not even, that is so surface to me. That is so surface thinking. Mm-hmm. 
there's so many things we have to digest and understand before we can even get to that point. Why are we being made out to be as if we're the ones ruining the family because we are the ones making sure there's food in this motherfucking house because we're the ones making sure that college tuition is being paid. We're the ones that's making sure the bills are getting paid. We're the ones logging in, managing money or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, but we're Mm -hmm. the ones. Mm Mm-hmm. We're the ones ruining the family, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I just really wish he would have touched more on, and he may have, again, on what the man's role truly is. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have to do all that if we had a willing man that was there to step up in the times of need. The man that was there to take the initiative that was proactive that mm-hmm. wasn't waiting until everything was crumbling down mm-hmm. was didn't wait until the woman is on the ground crying mm-hmm. weak because the burden is so heavy and she can't just she can't take no more I agree I don't know I don't even feel like I got it out right because my mind just is oh like, you did you I could tell that it's so yeah I can tell like it's a lot but everything you just said was so true and you touched on something at the beginning of that taking care of us a man taking care of a woman let's take the material aspect of that totally out of the equation Mm -hmm. because I feel like so many people instantly think materialistically when we make that statement of a man taking care of a woman you made that you you touched on it at the beginning no how are you handling and taking care of my heart how are you handling and taking care of my mind my spirit my emotions you know how in tune are you with where I am in my own personal journey and what are you doing to support me that's what we mean by taking care like how present are you how intentional are you when it comes to truly showing up for me the individual the person the woman the mother the wife girlfriend whatever what are you doing in that aspect to help take care of me I feel like we that tends to get blurred and left out and it's just the focus is so much on paying bills and yeah the financial aspect of it and it's like it's so much deeper than that because okay yeah there are men out here that will take care of you you don't have to work if you don't want to work like he'll pay all the bills and give you an allowance and it's men that will do that and a lot of those women I'm sure who are in those situations emotionally they're completely neglected Mm -hmm. there's a complete disconnect there Mm -hmm. so it's like that's not even that's not what we it's, I've heard so many different women, including myself, in relationships, the main thing you asked the guy for or maybe argued about or had differences about was time. I feel like so many women, it's not the money. It's not about what he's not paying or what he's not doing for you as far as buying you a bag or vacations or dates a lot of the time it's like just the time and we'd be so cool with saying babe we could just go to the park we could have a picnic or you know we could just sit outside in the backyard we just want that one-on-one time Mm -hmm. we just want you to be in tune with us and our thoughts ask me how I'm feeling ask me what I'm thinking 
you know what I mean so that's what I think of too when it comes to just taking care of us and showing up for us but it's like when you can't even do that part damn like now I'm forced to be extra strong because I gotta be that person for me yeah. Like I gotta be that go-to person for me. I gotta be my cheerleader now. And I gotta be my own support system because you're completely oblivious to what's going on with me emotionally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And my- so oh God. I um when you were talking about that, I know I've had the conversation before with a couple of my other friends where um that's exactly what it was. He was a provider physically, but emotionally he was so unavailable. Mm-hmm. And us, and everybody say women are more emotional than men. You know, so knowing that, knowing that women are more emotional and we do tend to lead with our hearts, you would think that that would be a priority, our emotional state our heart Mm -hmm. um I just lost thought but it was such a great point friend I gotta get like you I promise you it's gonna come back to me um so while you're thinking about it I'm a so I told you earlier um and for those of you who follow me on Instagram um if you don't follow me on Instagram at Miss Tia J underscore that's M-S-T-I-A and the letter J as in Jack underscore Okay, anyway, <laughs> I posted on my story. It was a repost from Justin LeBoy. I have no desire to be an independent woman. Who doesn't want a man? Help me, feed me, pay my bills, send me money, change my oil, wash my car, put all the gas you want in it. I think there is a large percentage of women who feel that way. I think the percentage of women who want a man to show up for them in that way as well, as well as being emotionally available, I think the percentage is higher than what people are making it seem as far as the percentage of women who feel like, oh, no, I'm Miss Independent. I have three, four degrees and I'm making, you know, six, seven figures and I I don't, I don't think it's a large, even because even those professional women uh, who are in their late thirties, forties, and we're going to have, we're going to have a segment, we're going to have an episode where we kind of tap into that to women at that age who are successful, um, just dating and what their experiences are. But I do personally believe I'm not 40, but I do believe even women who are 40 and very successful, they still want someone to come in and take the load off. Like, I personally know someone who's very successful, very successful young Black woman, and she's married, but she doesn't ever try to dictate or run her household. Like, she still wants to be soft. She still wants to let him lead. She still allows him to be the man, the husband. She's not trying to call all the shots and make all the decisions. She's very much that person. If it's something that may affect the both of them, let me check with my husband first. Or let me discuss that with so-and-so and I'll see. To me, that's her 
playing her role as a woman who has a male who she's allowing to be the leader. She's not trying to take control. She's not trying to make decisions for him or for them as a family. She's still giving him the opportunity to be in charge. And I think it's a lot of us out here who who still want to do that. Um, This kind of off topic, but I just want to say this though too, because I had somebody to respond to that post um was such a weird comment back to me but it was basically saying that all women just need to go marry a rich man in response to not having a desire to be an independent woman and wanting a man to feed pay bills send money change oil wash cars all of that none of that to me gives off rich man vibes why do you have to be rich? So that's a, so then it takes it to another level. If you're a man who just cannot show up for a woman, whether it be financially, emotionally, then just say that. I really wish men would stop putting us down for having certain needs and certain wants as women, the same way they have certain needs and certain wants. When it comes to them that, you know, dating and looking for a woman or a wife. So if that's something that we desire, why or how do you get a rich man out of those things? I'm going to just touch on one thing just to pull something out to give an example, because I like to give examples when it comes to these types of things. Wash my car. My dad was, he was not a rich man, but my dad every weekend, oh my gosh it used to be irritating sometimes because it'll be so early in the morning he got the old school music on I smell the weed because baby he didn't already lit his blunt had his weed with his coffee he pulling the cars out the garage he's washing his car his wife's car I hear the lawnmower going he's out there in the yard when I say my dad is planting flowers you know what I mean like he's doing he's taking care of all of that he's not rich so washing the cars, definitely not a rich man sport. That's what you do when you're a husband, when you're a man, because he's pulling the cars out the garage and washing them. Why, guess what? His wife is in there probably putting the sides on because later on he's going to grill or she's getting the clothes and taking them to the cleaners and picking them up. She's in the house. She's cleaning the bathrooms. She's cleaning baseboards. It's a team effort. Right. She's doing her part, he's doing his. And there's no gender specific role because a lot of men to me while well, I think I ain't finna be out in no yard planting no flowers. I'll cut the grass. Now my daddy, she said she wanted a specific type of flowers. He's going, he's gritting them and he's planting them for. All she gotta do now is water them. Like that's just what they did. That's just what I saw. So that's why to me, I don't, you can't tell me that you have to be a rich guy to do things like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be rich to show up to the house with just because flowers. Yeah. You don't have to be rich to, to send your, your wife or your girlfriend or the person you're dating some money to go and have a, a me day, whether she just goes and eats and gets her nails done, a massage or whatever. You don't have to be rich to do those things. Mm-hmm. But if that's not in your budget, if that's not in your lane, if she's out of your wage, just say that. Yeah. So my thought did come back to me. Um, What I was going to say was, and I love that, kudos to that. But many times too, with women, when we do 
kind of tap more into that feminine energy and we do become more soft and we begin to vocalize our needs emotionally, you mm -hmm. know, whatever that may be. Um, when we begin to vocalize, you know, that we're dissatisfied in a certain area, it's portrayed as being, oh, you're just, you're just, you know, you need to toughen up. You're overthinking. Mm -hmm. It's brushed mm -hmm. off. You're weak or it's not even like that. Like, and, and I remember I having this conversation with TJ because there was times when he would do that, where he would just kind of brush off my, what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. and what my needs were and I'm and I'm expressing it to you but mm -hmm. if you don't want me to be soft if you don't want me to maybe cry or if you don't want me to want to feel needed or want to be touched a certain way you might mm -hmm. just it sounds to me like you want a man just go be with a man you want me just to completely disregard my feelings and my emotions because I'm starting to tap into this now it's just like oh I'm I'm overthinking it you don't want me to tap into that. So my question is, do you really want a woman and everything that encompasses being a woman? You know, we say that with, I say it too, as a, how can you want a man, but then still want to be the man? Well, how can you want a woman? And then when a woman begins to be a woman who is a little bit more vulnerable, who is a little mm -hmm. bit more in touch with her emotions, now it's a problem. You know now what I'm saying? Now we need to toughen up. You being too soft. You said something that really, um, yeah. that whole discredit, don't discredit my feelings. I think that's a big one for me. Once I feel like my feelings are being discredited, discredited, mm -hmm. <laughs> it out, I start to check out because mm -hmm. my feelings, my emotions are very important to me. I'm, I'm very much so an emotional person, very much. So like, I know that I am, I feel a lot. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing, um, because here's the thing. You just got to know how to control your emotions. Not, and I have control. I don't allow my emotions to lead me. I think logically, but I'm very in tune with how I'm feeling, how something makes me feel. If it's sitting right with my spirit, if my spirit feels unsettled, that's so me. So once I feel like that's a problem for you, I'm already emotionally, um, tapped out. I'm disconnecting at that point. So it kind of goes back to, to knowing your mate. If you know that that's how your mate is and that's who they are, that's that may be one of those, those places where you want to kind of put a lot of your focus and attention towards. Like, okay, I know she feels this way or this is going to be important to her. Let me make sure I'm showing up over here. You know what I mean? Let me make sure I'm, I'm being very intentional. My eyes are open. My ears are open. I'm I'm knowing where she's at and what she's feeling because we're going to voice it. We're going to say it. I don't think a lot of us are ever upset and angry. And the man doesn't know we're upset and angry. Like we're going to express it. The thing is now, what are you doing to, again, fix it? Mm -hmm. When you don't fix it and we give you the opportunity to, now we have to be the man and fix it ourselves. Right. So I have a question. We're just going to um, kind of transition to the other side of it because the title was what? Raising women to be masculine. Is that what the mm -hmm. title was? Raising women to be men. Raising women to be men. Um, we both have daughters. How do you 
because I know the conversations I have with Asia. And in a sense, I don't feel like I'm intentionally raising her to be a man, but I very well am raising her to not be dependent. Interdependent is one thing, but I am raising her to be independent and not be dependent on the next person. Mm-hmm. Say I'm raising her to be a man. I don't feel like I am. But again, understand that I'm operating from a place we're all socialized. We're all conditioned in one mm-hmm. way or another. So I am raising her from my own personal experience. Absolutely. However, I do let her know that men are we need we need to value our men. Men are important. I encourage her relationship with her father. She has strong relationships with her uncle. She has strong relationships with men. She has examples of what men actually do and how men should treat you. Absolutely. Absolutely. However, my baby knows we got to go out here and get it. Am I tougher on my daughter than I am on my son? And that's another conversation that we might need to get into and i have to even check myself to this day because i do feel like i am tougher on my daughter than i am on my son and that is a problem i will own it and i've you know over the last few years i've been trying to be even you know tougher with my son um but again i'm speaking from a woman's perspective (laughs) so it's like I know how to raise my daughter and I'm doing my best to raise my son as a man, but I do feel like I am a little tougher on her. I let her know that unfortunately, babe, women wear a lot of hats. She feels it now at 12 years old. I always have to do it. The boys don't ever do this. Or, you know, if you're gone, I'm always the one watching soul or, you know, she's being left out. Her feelings are being hurt. So I'm needing to address her emotions mm-hmm. or navigate her emotions. Um, but I just feel like that's kind of the the world that we live in, unfortunately. And I'm doing my damnedest to make sure I raise somebody's husband the right way with my son. I will say that, though, too. So how do you feel like you right you are raising Zoe? Do you feel like you're kind of raising her to be a man? No. As you were saying those things, I was like, wow. I actually feel like I'm doing a complete opposite. I feel like I'm so much harder on Dominic than I am on her because of my experiences, like you said. And so I feel like I'm putting a lot of my focus more so into the do's and don'ts when it comes to men, when it comes to males, you know what I mean? When it, for when it, so a lot of my focus and teaching, I feel like are geared and directed towards him. Um, I feel like Zoe knows and she sees the basics. And what I mean by that is me cleaning, keeping a clean house, me keeping, making sure I, I stay clean and I'm a clean, you know, woman, like she sees and knows those things, um, the importance of working, you know, how important it is to save money. Like she's really big on that too. Like whenever she gets a little money, she's, you know, she wants to save it. She wants to, so she's learning those things, um, knowing that you're going to have to work or have a business. And even if you have a business, you're still working. 
for your, you know, for yourself. So she sees those things. And I know that she's getting those fundamentals. But I will say, even at times, if I feel like, and this is just me being honest, if I don't feel like her dad is right there when I need or want him to be, I'm not sharing those moments with her. She has absolutely no idea of what's going on. And I guess I do that to protect her. In my mind, that's what I'm doing to protect her from feeling let down. And I don't want her to ever feel like he's not dependable or she can't depend on him because I do feel like when she needs him to be there for her, when she's reaching out, she's calling him and she's asking him for different things herself, he's Johnny on the spot. So to me, I had to learn how to separate the two. What we talk about and how he's not showing up or doing what I feel like I need him to do when I want him to do it on the time. And that's another thing too. I feel like I have expectations of this is what I need you to do and I want you to do it right now. He's a procrastinator. He drags his feet. So it may get done, but not in a timely fashion that I feel like it should have been done in. But if when she's reaching out, if he's Johnny on the spot for her, I don't want those two to get crossed. Does that make sense? So it's like I'm separating the two. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I put more of my, my effort into Dominic, just really, really showing him and making sure that he's really, really aware of what his role is just as a male in general not even in a relationship per se but just as a male when it comes to women and looking after women if there's a woman in your presence if there's a woman around you what those expectations are of you as a male and just to give an example when Val when you were here when Val was here you know we had went out to eat. We got home. Dominic took the bag of food in the house from the restaurant and he kind of just disappeared. And I've constantly reminded him when it's late, when it's dark outside and me and your sister or your grandmother or like how Val was here, when, they, when there are women outside at night and we're all together, you make sure we all get out of the car and get into the house together. You should never go in before us. Even though he's just a kid, and of course, if anything crazy ever popped off, I would, you know, be the protector in that in that situation. But I just want him to already get it in his head that you see after women. You make sure all the women are good. You make sure they're out the, the car. They're okay. They don't need help with their bags or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like I put so much time and effort into just trying to groom and instill those those characteristics of a good, strong, caring, um, respectful, you know, gentleman mm -hmm. when it comes to Nick. Yeah. And things probably will change. Zoe's only eight, she'll be nine. So of course I do feel like as she starts to get older, like hits that 11, 12 age I think the conversations are definitely going to be different and you know what I start trying to teach her will definitely be, be different but I think it's just such a certain level of innocence that she still has now and I'm just you know what I'm saying I just feel like I really just try to 
let her be oblivious to a lot of things right now because she is still in my in my in my opinion she is still very young yeah but I definitely think as she gets older like Asia's age those are going to be those conversations we're gonna they're the conversations will just change I know that they will but I do try I want to refrain from making her feel like she has to be misindependent though yeah yeah I'm just not I just I can't have my baby out here like that and I know it's like oh we ain't got faith in our man it's not it's but again I'm just operating out of a place of experience mm-hmm. and I will say though with my son in a sense you know, when I say that, I'm I'm just like you too, Tia. I've had the conversation with my son because I need you to be the exception. And mm-hmm. I know he will. But the difference between my son and my daughter is my son has a lot of common sense too. Mm-hmm. But my daughter mm-hmm. kind of lacks some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a situation in particular. I remember one day we was all out. I, it was just me and the four kids. And I told Michael to grab Butt Butt's um, bag. And then he took the bag, but then tried to give it to Asia. Like, you care, you care. And then you I about had that? to have a conversation with him. Like, look. And I got on his ass. And then we had a conversation. I let him know that, first of all, you are the man. In this situation, mm-hmm. in this moment, you are the man. So when I ask you to do something, I shouldn't even have to ask you to do anything, first of all. Mm-hmm. It should be mom would you need help mom let me get that for you let me get the Absolutely. door i shouldn't have to keep telling you son get the door get the door you should just know off the top i need to get the door so everybody can come in let mm-hmm. me go ahead and get this bag if you see all the kids who's at chick-fil-a the younger kids is cutting up doing this this and this you need to want to be like hey y'all sit down y'all you know and he's the oldest one on top of that yes. mm-hmm. um we talk all the time about what loyalty is and about not mm-hmm. wasting a woman's time and mm-hmm. being the gentleman and being considerate and being respectful and having respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, again, but I think in a sense, when it comes to day-to-day tasks, life skills, mm-hmm. cleaning, things yeah. like that, I am on Michael, but I'm on Asia a lot harder. harder. Mm-hmm. I, I keep Asia in the kitchen with me. There's been mm-hmm. times I brought Michael in because I need him to understand that cooking isn't a gender role. This is just a life skill. Absolutely. Yep. Um, same. How to prepare yourself a meal. You mm-hmm. know, he knows that it is his job to take the trash out. Yes. It's late. You go. You know, yep. you don't need to be out there taking the trash out. Yeah. Um, but I am a little tougher with Asia. And then even when it comes to Sugar Mama, like with the baby. I think as women, we're just more, we're naturally just nurturers. We are. So mm-hmm. She feels the burden of that. She feels mm-hmm. like she doesn't always have the support in times when I'm not present. Um, and I have to get on the boys about it. I even get on Ari like, look, son, I know at home with your mom, you are the baby, but mm-hmm. you're not the baby over here. You're the big mm-hmm. brother. You have a responsibility to look over your, your younger sister and make sure she's straight. But I think that is a thing of us females, though, like you said, because look at the short amount of time that you and Bubba was here and who had her? Mm-hmm. Zoe. Like Dominic, he stuck his head in. He was getting her, you know what I mean? He did his little one-two with her, and then he, when he done, he done. But who was in the bed with her sleep? They in the bed sleep. Dominic in his room knocked out. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but Zoe was honest. She pouring a cup of milk. She changing the diaper twice. Like, even though she didn't know what she was doing the first time, like she was on it yelling at him. Cause she felt like Negro, you ain't helping like you need right. to. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you as far as that's concerned. You brought a, um, you, you made me remember something too. I think a lot of it too is by, you know, when we had Zoe, we were together and we stayed together up until what she was four, four, five years old. So it's like her dad already had two boys and then I had Dominic. So he was always, y'all do this for her. Y'all do that for her. Y'all, you know, he was always putting it on the boys that she was their responsibility. Mm-hmm. He, you know, y'all need to go do this for her. Or if she just broke out crying, what she want? She want my phone. We'll give it to her. You know, like whatever it is, she was crying and complaining about y'all just need to make sure she good. Y'all, whatever she wants, she just needs to have it. And so I feel like over time and over the years, she just developed the whole the baby that's what we call her we refer to her as baby like she was the baby and I think it's like I still look at her as that you know what I mean and I think I still I have to pull myself out of it I think it was cute (laughs) when she was little but it's like what you just said made me think about something like yeah she is getting older and I don't want her to develop that whole mindset of some especially a male mm-hmm. always being there to just what you want you gonna get it he gonna take care of it he gonna fix it it's gonna be all right you say eh, and he like what's wrong oh this happened and he's fixing it because you will face a lot of disappointment unfortunately and I hate to say that like I hate for us to just automatically be like you're gonna be disappointed but unfortunately that's all we've seen that's that's been the pattern so you are absolutely correct with that I think she has been kind of just oblivious to <laughs> to disappointment because of her upbringing so how like you said we're our experiences were different mm-hmm. hers is different though you know what I mean and so I guess that's her experience and now it's up to me to teach her the real to get her prepared for what she may walk into when she walks into the real world yeah yeah but that's a good point I'm glad you touched on that but this has been good. This was a really good conversation. Um, as we always say, please, please, please give us your feedback. Um, email us at crownchroniclespod at gmail.com. Um, you can definitely hit us up on social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram at Crown Chronicles Pod. Um, we would definitely like to hear from you guys as far as this um, topic is concerned. And then again, any you know, ideas that you guys have for us as far as things to discuss on the show. Um, If anybody needs any, you know, input or, you know, advice or opinions from Val or myself, definitely write us and give us um, that information too. But we just appreciate you all for just sticking with us, listening to us. We're still learning and growing, but we just thank you all for supporting us. And please, 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 leave a comment, subscribe, mm-hmm. um, rate us, mm-hmm. share with your friends, your family, and just keep listening. Yeah. And with that being said, we'll catch y'all next week.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>